Hello, everybody, and welcome to the My Minds podcast, where we demystify mental health and make sharing mainstream within the fitness and exercise community. I really hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone. Um, this is George. I am the founder of My Minds, and this is our second interview for the My Minds interviews. Um, today, I am speaking to Gapreet. Hi, Gapreet. How are you? Hello, mate. Yeah, yeah, good. Thank you. Not bad. Thank, thank you so much for letting us interview you today. Um, I'm very excited for everything we're going to be talking about, and I think the people listening are going to really enjoy it too. Um, so, Gapreet works for Brixton Yoga. Um, well, he actually he runs it. Um, and um, <laughs> I'll let you introduce it and kind of tell everyone about the stuff you guys do. And yeah, uh, go ahead. Yes. <clears throat> so it's a independent yoga studio it's been running for around seven years now right now you're in the virtual studio there's a, a sewing machine in one corner there's some plants um, um i've relocated i've just set up an, a, i set up a virtual studio on the first day of lockdown i've been running classes in here um every day since we had a hundred consecutive days of um free yoga as an offering for people yeah, that's amazing that you did that first day yeah it was definitely not in the plan at all it was literally a case of okay all the studios have shut down now and um we are in this really bizarre and sort of like completely the weirdest situation but um yeah on the first day i just thought i just want to keep connected to the students that i've built up so as a small studio it's been really something that's built up over seven years just by and large by word of mouth Mm -hmm. um and that's not because there wasn't like a, a grand plan to have a studio there was just a plan to kind of start teaching classes um i just for pure enjoyment i just enjoyed the the experience of teaching classes so much and then that uh, it just slowly developed to more people joining classes and then offering more in the timetable and then there was this kind of like organic process of building up the timetable to the point where i had six teachers coming in to take classes. I was taking a fair amount of classes myself, running everything along uh, um, as, as all the bits and bobs that a small business kind of, um, that you need to sort of like go through with a small business. Yeah, just doing everything from marketing to um, the, full, the full works. All the behind um, scenes stuff. Yeah. <laughs> nobody knows. Yeah. Only people who worked for themselves know what it's like. It's like a particular form of trauma that recognise it. <laughs> in a different in someone else who's done it um so but then the the 100 days is a similar thing it was just like let's just carry on doing what we're doing and then once we were in a particular rhythm of it we were able to start doing a few more classes a few more and just keep it going and then there's just this this point where someone said well i think it's been about 100 days and like wow yeah it has and we had a um, <laughs> so nice. we had a I just, I kind of like just sent an email around to everyone just to say thank you for being a part of it over a hundred hundred days, but that, and it, honestly, it sounds going to sound so it wasn't really then suddenly everyone would say thank you to me, but they did like, it was just really, really nice. And people, a group of them got together and sent some flowers. Uh, oh. You can see them actually They're in the right bottom right corner. Oh um, yes. Oh yeah. You can see a peeking up. Yeah. we got, so we got some flowers sent and a cake and stuff. And so, Amazing. but again, it was just something that right really just was just do what you kind of just do what you do um do what you love to do and then um then and it was important to just mark and it wasn't like 
it's hard to celebrate like <laughs> this situation we're in, but yeah. it's important to mark that something's happened, which is positive in amongst it all. Mm. I think it's just getting people together, which was the, the key thing, just getting people virtual in a virtual space together and um, to kind of like not be from a perspective of I'm, I'm a teacher. This is like an offering you are taking it in, but actually like to work a bit as a group, you all get together in this group. You're all part of the, the space that we're creating. You're welcome in that space. And then in that group, I think that's where a lot of um, positive things happen. Yeah. Um, and that's essentially what we've been pushing from the very start as a young studio. Yeah, for sure. From, from the, from what you've, the conversations that we've had, you seem to have such a, a awesome community. I remember you were saying that you were getting 40 to a hundred people at these, these online classes and yeah, yeah, yeah. Over, over a hundred households in some classes where, um, and that's like few people in each house as well. So yeah. particularly at the start, there was a real demand for some kind of place to go to where you could see other people mm. and, and, and you can also, um, do something like I said, like I was just saying, so be positive in, in amongst everything that's going on. And a lot of that stayed a lot of it for sure. As soon as the hot weather came about, <laughs> people were like, yeah, yeah, I'm off to the park. And, um, <laughs> we're, and, but we've kept a real strong, strong group throughout. And, um, even today we had like kind of around 40 people in the morning class and then you get around the same in the evening. So because we've got two classes now we've got around, we're hitting around 80 potential people a day, which is, um, which is pretty, pretty incredible for a really small company. It's brilliant. That's um, just get consistently get that many people involved. Obviously, obviously what you're doing is, is helping them. Um, and that's part of what this, this kind of interview is about. We want to talk about, you know, these my mind interviews, we're talking about mental health and, and how physical activity and sport can kind of encompass that. So to kind of zone into that, um, you know, yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. I think what we've been, what we've been speaking about, um, you know, I think yoga from the one part is the community that Brick comes with it. You know, you've developed this community and I think, Yoga is one of those kinds of sports and kinds of activities where you, know, you can do it individually, but also there is that sense of community. And I think, I think that is something that is strong in yoga. Would you agree? Yeah, well, absolutely. The, the, the word yoga, it's <laughs> the word yoga itself, uh, is defined <laughs> by, yeah, there's loads of different interpretations in fact of the word itself. But, um, one, 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 one idea is very, very simple. It's just that it means the word union. Um, and I think that particular word, you can expand on it. So the idea of a union in, in, um, in terms of my training, um, sort of more Ashtanga based training, the union is between the mind and the body. Okay. So it's about, there's these two separate things, the busy mind thoughts, the rep, the repetitions of thought, the cycles, patterns of thought, and then there is the body. And it's about bringing the two things together finding the breath and allowing the two things to come together. There's to to sort of like take that and expand on that is the union between people as well. It's the individual self connecting to other people. Mm. Um, a lot of the yoga practice, a lot of styles will reach, they'll, they'll try and get you to be able to practice a sequence and you'll do the same sequence again and again, mm. and you're going to get to a point where you can do this on your own. And so you can get into a meditative, meditative state where you can sit still and meditate and have control of the mind. Mm. Um, another, and I think this is, or maybe this is just in my own 
my own head. I'm not sure. There's a lot of things that I think about and then I'm like, yeah, I think I just invented that. But then it's like, this is a classic thing that's been going around for centuries. It, it but, works, it works, doesn't really. Well, <laughs> it, it does matter where it comes from. Um, but yeah, 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 still, yeah. yeah. I thought I invented, when I first came across yoga, I thought I invented vinyasa flow yoga because I was like doing a sequence and I was like one posture and then I was like, how about if I just went from this posture, but I went into like a reverse tabletop, like, wow, it's like, man, this is a blow my mind. I was like, I've gone into that and then I went into this another and I made this little sequence up that I was doing. I was out, um, I was out like backpacking and, and I was just practicing all the time and I did a lot of, I did some Ashtanga yoga and then I started to, yeah, open it out into different things. And I was like, yeah, this is cool. Just breathing, moving, free flowing. <laughs> I was like, I think I'm in, I think I'm on something here. And I was like, and I was like oh, uh, that's, my mate was like, that's fiance flow yoga, mate. That's sexual. I was like, all right, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah I think we've, we've all, we've all had moments like that where you think of it, <laughs> especially if you're kind of like businessy minded, you think of something like, oh, it's amazing. Then you quit, quit Google search and you're like, ah, there's 50 people doing that. <laughs> like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you you kind of you kind of touched on it the um, the the kind of mind body connections, and that's mm, something yeah. I re I'm really kind of interested in from our previous conversations. Um, mm. But for the people kind of listening at home, could you give us a rough kind of explanation? I know you kind of went into a little bit there, but could you give us kind of an explanation of how it works and 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 how how it can affect us both negatively and positively? Well. Um... So I can speak, speak, speak about this from a particular perspective, which is yoga based, but it's not just yoga based as well. Before I trained as a yoga teacher, I trained as a dancer movement psychotherapist. So I was working in a very particular way with mind and body in a very healing uh, therapeutic context. And that all of that kind of experience feeds into how I understand yoga now. So in our dancer movement training, we're trying to understand how and I've just, I've noticed that in myself right now, because I'm doing this interview, I've noticed that I've just got my shoulders forward, it's like arch up my spine. There's a kind of, there's Make a sort of like protecting yourself thing that happens. Yeah. And it's like, you're not only just having an interview, but like, if someone scares you, like straight away, you're like, oh, hang on a minute, you want to protect your organs, so you're arching, but you can stay in that state. So if you get too caught up with stressful environments that you're in or situations you're in, your body slowly responds to that. So this is something in our dance and movement training we're thinking about. And so we can see that. So if we, as a therapist, you notice someone, they might be saying, I'm feeling great, I'm all right. But the way that they say it, the way they hold their body communicates quite a lot outside of the verbal things that people are saying. So, like, and I just started to straighten out my shoulders because I was thinking, oh, right, yeah. But as, a, as a, in our training, like, like to have the body in a more balanced position, right, is, an echo of what's happening in the internal world. So the internal world, the thinking world, and the physical body, there's a connection between how, to, how these two things um, kind of work, live, or, or are, and the body will hold itself in a certain way, which is that counter to what's happening in, the, in the, um, the internal thinking space. And so if you don't attune to that, if you don't get that balance between two things together, then you get the injuries in sports people in particular, you'll find all the, the injuries because there's so much, there's an imbalance in the mind, there's an imbalance in the body. You might be more dominant on one side than the other and you keep getting injuries on one side. You might have the injuries happening in like a hamstring. I mean, they'll talk about my own football injuries here, hamstrings, calves, and, and, you, and you kind of like end up with this classic thing of, oh, you have to rest, 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 and come back. And you go back, you go back too strong, injured again. And then it, it, this cycle went on for, for a long time. Um, working through the therapeutic work as a dance and movement therapist, but also my yoga training, 
I eventually worked out just for myself that the problems lay in a, an imbalance in my spine. And I found out that one of my ribs was slightly out of place from this like big beefcake on a football pitch who couldn't, who just basically shoulder barged me in my ribs <laughs> when I went for a header. I remember this instant years ago, so a long time ago. Um, and I thought it was, I had some treatment, I thought it was fine, absolutely, don't have to think about that anymore. And over a period of time, there was a lot of muscles getting a little, little sort of gnarly around that area because there was that imbalance. Those muscles being gnarly were affecting my right hip, that was affecting my right knee, affecting my right ankle. And then with the physical practice, I started to understand what's going on, the imbalances and work to it. But there's a whole like kind of deeper thing to think through about what's happening at an emotional level as well. And um, part of this thinking is that you can sort of like hold yourself a little bit in an injured state at an unconscious level. When you're ready, you can't like, I know, I know that this guy got into my ribs, like this was like 10 years ago. I knew that this had happened. I've always known it's happened. But I never paid it any attention. There's a point where I'd you can and, and maybe even like, like for a period of time studying psychotherapy, so hardcore. There's no time to so you kind of keep yourself. Well, I kept myself. I would say I've got to own this actually. I kept myself in a bit of an injured state, but then eventually over a period of time, okay, that's going on. And you and I found the way to open up in there. I found the way to be more balanced. And that's linking now after a period of time of teaching for a period of time in your own business and just having a pretty like settled routine and something that I'm, I'm doing is something very, I'm very passionate about and I love. And so having all of these things, I think then affects or relate to where I am with my own body. Mm. So I've, I've talked about myself there, but that, that whole story of myself is about a learning about or understanding or an empathy for what other people might be going through and how they live their lives mm. and how they might be able to sort of like benefit from a, a particular yoga space, yeah. which has all these things in the background working. So to yeah, try to provide something. Yeah, so I um I remember when we first spoke about this, um we were talking about how you you mentioned you know when we kind of sit forwards and um you know it, we it's kind of like a like you were saying you're protecting your organs it's kind of like a submissive like you're you're, you're trying to you're trying to protect yourself position and yeah, I was yeah, saying yeah. that there's there there is there is some science um about you know when we when we put our shoulders back and like, retract our shoulder blades back and down and we puff our chest out, we actually release serotonin, which is kind of the dominance hormone. It's the hormone that makes us feel in control and feel settled. There's kind of backing from all different angles of this, this kind of approach. And um, yeah, yeah. I agree with you with the, the idea that, you know, we can, we can get trapped in, in our patterns. And, you know, if you have this injury or if you have, you know, some, something that, puts you into a certain physical state you mm. if you're not um paying attention to it you can mm -hmm. you can um kind of get drawn away from it and you see that in lots of people's lives you know you you get you you get so obsessed with something else that you forget about these different things that are affecting you and then they they kind of subconsciously affect you on a, a bigger level than you originally realized and then it it kind of presents itself in kind of uh, you know a a difficult situation or like you know mental health issues um so do you do you have um any kind of you know, experiences or um 
kind of things that you can recall where you know your your own mental health or your you know someone you don't obviously don't have to mention names or anything but yeah, someone yeah, you yeah. know has is through yoga practice and through kind of being mindful of their body and mind has has improved their mental health now it's um like it, straight away i want to say like a hundred things <laughs> in response to that yeah there's there's quite there's quite it's quite a lot there in that I'm going to kind of try and be a bit, uh, this is how my classes run as well. I'm kind of like free thinking. I just <laughs> let yeah, my no, brain just yeah. go yeah. and follow it. But with, and that's one of the reasons why I practice yoga, because my brain does like go from different things all the time. Like mm. if I'm thinking about my dinner, it'll be like, oh yeah, right. I'm going to have that. Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, no, no, maybe I'll have that. Oh, maybe yeah. I feel like that. And then I, you know, I struggle, I struggle so much to keep one because like same as you when, when i'm thinking about one thing i have to practice it all the time but when i think about one thing and i'm trying to articulate one point my mind yeah. just constantly is flicking other points at me and it's like oh don't forget to mention this mention this and then <laughs> i just forget where i'm at and i'm like oh what did i just say and it happens to me all the time. Um, i often yeah. stare off into space um just for a few minutes while i try and figure it out but yeah sorry sorry carry on but that's the that's the there's a special creative kind of like world or place that you can go that you can go to so it, it's actually a really i think it's a really good place to go because that's where you can re, you're kind of renegotiating what's going on and resetting and then finding another direction figuring it out and figuring a pathway out mm. rather than just being at that automatic place it's just it's just about going into that place and being very present to it and that's what your yoga practice or my yoga practice and the style i teach gets you into a very particular way of thinking where it's not as scattered but it's it's holding and staying in this space where you are just still and you and you don't necessarily have to think about all these things they kind of like slow down that noise slows down but it's but it's a, a very particular like kind of meditative place to get to which gives you space in the mind but it gives a whole of the body space as well and you can't like in a conversation when you have these thoughts you're kind of searching for this place anyway you're this place where things make sense this place where oh, okay there's a question but what is the answer to it you're trying to figure it out and you kind of i've what i've realized actually is there's a particular place to get to and i'm getting a bit spiritual here but there's a particular place to get to where i just feel really calm connected and i feel very very present but what i need as a person or and i don't know where this is for everyone but what i need as a person is to feel that amongst with other people so it's the sense of being connected to other people that gives me a sense of being connected to my own self. And it's the, the shared movement, the group. So in a class, everybody is working through a posture. They're in the same posture. So you're all kind of experiencing a similar physical sensation. You go to the next one, you're breathing at the same pace. And the whole thing just slowly, step by step, becomes more and more a, a sort of heightened sense of state of consciousness which are you're you're just you're just present to and it's gonna like sometimes i'll see in a class where there's people who can't see themselves and their hands just move at the same time or they scratch their head exactly at the same time and come back again and it happens all the time because i just think that that you we're all kind of aware of more than what we're consciously aware of there's the unconscious self connecting to different things that are going on as well um, and I've seen a lot of people who've got a similar thing, like the brain very busy or a lot going on. And I've seen them over a period of time just change a lot as people. But I, I, I kind of then, as I'm saying that, I hold back from saying the power of yoga. Like, I just think it's, it's not 
it's not helpful to say that yoga provides all of this or yoga is this all-encompassing beautiful thing that changes lives this is a part of like all sorts of things that that person's making there's all sorts of choices they're making but the decision to come and be in a place where they are focused on themselves already is a huge benefit and if you're the type of person who needs or feels this connection between different people and finds that nice that meditative peace that a flow can give you right then you're going to find loads of benefits from these classes because you're you're looking at the same things that i'm looking for so I, I, it, so I've seen lots of people. I've seen people be so shy at the very start, and then they've joined our retreats, and they've been coming for retreats two or three years, four years, and they come regularly. And like they not only are mates, they're not only like I would say happier with themselves, but they've also got a group of mates that they hang around with. And like this is all completely independent to me. And even even those groups that go off to other studios and work with other people and go off to other things. That'll happen. Sometimes they come back. Sometimes they doesn't really matter. But I've just seen people a lot happier in themselves over a period of time, and like um, that is hands down the best part of um, being able to teach, which I'm doing for my own self anyway. I'm like the one that's benefiting from it, even though I say they're all doing better and I, I might have helped support them. But all I've done is just kind of like do what I like to do. And they've joined in and been a part of it, but they've been made welcome to be a part of it. I think that is the key thing. Um, so I've seen, yeah, I've seen a lot. I've seen, uh, I've seen someone who's like, she's in her like mid sixties, I reckon, and she's been doing it for a year or so. She's just come up to me and went, "Gifri, I went to the doctor. I'm an inch and a half taller than I was a year and a half ago." <laughs> she's like buzzing from that. Yeah. Like, that's pretty. Like the, a lot of spinal stuffs happen. There's an opening of it, but it's also not just that. It's just that like. She's also a part of loads of stuff that's happening, loads of stuff that we do, and it's, it's yeah, like wouldn't say anything for ages, and now is like, oh yeah, check this out and that, yeah. and you're like yeah, yeah. it's completely cha changing the way people's kind of psyches work, and and you know you you talk you're talking, and I, I'm a big kind of um, believer in mindfulness, and you know becoming kind of mindful, and I think that's something that what yoga does, um, and a, what a lot of what you're saying, I think you know is is applying to that and I, I think um you know, personally i i you know one of the things that i kind of try and express through my minds is these these definitions of ourselves where we we hold ourselves to these limitations and these societal kind of norms that we just expect are normal and we just we don't think about them and we just um kind of go out through our days for, for, so for an example is i was having a conversation with a friend um yesterday who came came here and i won't say his name but um he was struggling with mental health issues and he came and spoke to me at my house and obviously we socially distanced for anyone thinking um but we um we were speaking about it and one thing i was talking to him about was you know every conversation we have like right now when we're having a conversation you know every conversation between two humans we're both trying to gain something from that conversation like you know part part of this conversation with you is i am trying to make myself seem like a, a smart individual or like someone someone who's professional and so you know i'm trying i am trying to gain that from this conversation mm -hmm. and that on your part there's a similar thing and everyone who everyone who's listening if you tell someone about this interview or you know you you're talking to someone about anything you're always trying to gain something and mm -hmm. just becoming aware of that just ch can change the way you think the way you act the way you talk because all of a sudden you you've unlocked this part of of just being a person 
that you never we just all accept like we all, we all almost on some level we all think we're the only person that's trying to make ourselves look like a good person in every conversation or you're trying to put on some kind of act to portray this person that we think we are or we're trying to make people think we are um and it's not like i've kind of gone i've gone down a very deep rabbit hole there but 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 yoga is some kind of is doing that you know you're you're unlocking these things that you didn't even think about or realize or you know making yourself become aware of those things the the symbolism between unlocking something in a posture and unlocking something internally in the mind is so strong Mm. so if you've been able to get into a posture you never thought you could possibly do i never thought i would ever be a yoga teacher but then I'm doing some posture and I'm like, oh, I've done that. So there is a there is a pride in that. There's an opening up in my body. So I'm, I'm stronger in my body, more flexible in my body than I ever thought I would, would have been from when I first started. Mm. And if I can do that in a physical sense, then it's about there's something echoing there internally as well, an openness. And so if you're trying to learn something, you're trying to better yourself, like you're saying, like how we're presenting ourselves here is a certain type of person to be better. That's also creating a space within your own mind to that there's something that needs to be like bettered or filled or, or improved on. Mm. And that's, that's the really, that's an, that's the same for everybody. Like a therapeutic space that in a, as a psychotherapist, like the most important thing is that someone would say, yeah, I need some help here. I want to just, uh, like, can you, can, can we, can I join this? Can I take part in this to try and help and deal with some things that you, you, all of a sudden you've acknowledged that there's some things you want to work on and you're working towards it. So that's what's going to help you find a little change or a shift. You, I went through years of my life where I didn't acknowledge any change. I was right about everything. I didn't need no help. Even when I trained as a psychotherapist, I didn't really kind of like fully appreciate what I was getting into. I was getting into the dance and movement side of stuff, but I actually used to be in a place where there's a lot of support, a lot of help, and it's an acknowledgement that there's something that you want to work on. Mm. Such an indulgent time. Three years of complete and utter focus just on myself. But... Like I create that space for myself because I wanted to try and sh- develop, trying to trying to find a bit more peace of mind. And then, as a yo- in a yoga practice, it's quite interesting about yoga. Yoga, you can come at it from the physical side of things, or the spiritual side of things, or the, ther- the, the therapeutic healing sides of things. There's various ways to come into your yoga practice and various ways to develop. I came into yoga practice because I had problems in my body that I wanted to work through and improve on. But then as soon as I started to do that, it, the actual work was taking place at an emotional level, at a mental level. That's where a lot of the benefit was coming. Mm. And I think I've gone on a tangent. Oh, no, no. <laughs> this this is but it's, it's, a, it's about having or finding that space to try and change some, something and acknowledging that. And then, and then so in, in, in a, from a yoga perspective, yeah, like there's this physical and spiritual change going on. And it's, it's related to that sense of who you are as a person, how you perceive yourself and the converse. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to reel it back in to the starting point to the chat you had with your friend, but it's, it's, it's all a part of that same basic premise, trying to, trying to connect to the mind and the body, trying to connect to other people, trying to connect to other people. You've got to lose something of yourself to try and connect to that other person. Yeah, I'm dropping that, there. That, that, yeah, that's that's great. I like that. Um, that's like that's like a that's like a quote you put on a wall or something. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Anyway, I'm I'm conscious of the time, so we'll end it there. Um, just as a final thing, can you? I'll I'll tag everything underneath the videos and and things. But yeah, can you yeah. just 
let people know where they can find you any like websites or emails or anything you want to yeah yeah well the, the class itself the sequence itself is is very much flow based and it's a it's a an organic sort of movement meditation that we work with so um, most of the classes are pretty accessible to everybody um, we've got now at the moment we are pretty much on the um, the virtual timetable we've got morning classes at eight o'clock and they are open to everybody a gentle flow to to just get you started for the day 30 minute class and then the evenings on we can get more stuck in with more movement and you can get a sweat on as well through the practice but again we'll explain it all um, and so you can kind of like you can have rest as well and then they're running at six o'clock and then weekend classes too so we're we're looking at coming back as soon as we can back to Brixton we've got studios in Brixton but we're going to be running a live and a virtual class at the same time so we can keep the momentum going and reaching people outside of Brixton as well now so I might have to re rename world yoga I don't know we just have to think Brixton <laughs> and the rest of the world <laughs> interdimensional yoga yeah just to transcend uh, out, out of space but um you can you, yeah you can you can absolutely find it uh, there's information on our website which is uh, www.brixtonyoga.co.uk and then you can also email info at brixtonyoga.co.uk and then there's um, instagram's a really good way to keep in touch we put a timetable up on there and oh yeah i forgot to say all the classes are free i don't know if i just said that but oh i think i did say that at the start but um you can and that's um, brixton underscore yoga so um yeah awesome. just um just um, try it out and then um just take it from there yeah well as you as you can all see people are listening watching Capri is a lovely guy and I'm sure his classes are wonderful and I will be going to some so you may you may get a sneak peek of me attempting to do some kind of pose and fall on my face so if that isn't isn't an extra bonus I don't know what is um, but oh. thank you <laughs> thank you very much Capri for being part of this interview um I hope people listening have enjoyed um and are looking forward to some more interviews that we're going to be doing in the future um and yeah thank you very much thanks George thank you so much really nice chatting to you mate Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.